Welcome. You've joined the Hedonism Show with Carol and David, broadcasting live from the world's most iconic adult playground Hedonism 2 on Negril Beach in Jamaica. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Hedonism Show. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hi, everyone. We're Carol and David. Welcome to the Hedonism Show. While we're all doing our part to stay safe in these crazy times, we sure are missing our favorite resort, Hedonism 2, on the Grill Beach in Jamaica. And we can't wait to get back there soon. But in the meantime, we're happy that we can share a little bit of Jamaican vibe right here on the Hedonism Show. Yeah. Um, I think we need to shout out to all our Jamaican friends and family from Hedo. There's Harry, Donna, Winston, Chef Anthony, and so many others who we miss. We really miss them and hope they're safe and healthy with their families back in Jamaica. And we really can't wait to get back to the world's most iconic adult playground. It's an all-inclusive paradise where you can turn your fantasies into reality. And holy fuck, have we sure turned some of our fantasies into realities. And I think today we're going to talk with some friends who are going to tell you a little bit about some of those fantasies that we had at Hedo because it really is the sexiest place on earth where you can get wicked for a week and be as mild or as wild as you like. The Hedonism Show is all about the pursuit of pleasure. And as usual, we're going to be talking about sex, sexuality and relationships and all the ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy and always horny. We're always horny. So, If you're curious about how couples get started in the swinging lifestyle and how they navigate the ins and outs, pun intended, of having multiple sex partners and even maybe even having sex on the beach. Well, on today's show, we're going to be talking to a swinger couple about their journey into the swinging lifestyle and how their relationship has evolved as they explored their sexuality and pushed their boundaries through consensual non-monogamy. Yeah, the cool part about this couple is we've actually fucked them and they're sitting here right in our studio. What? So we're going to have some good intimate details later on in the show. Um, and we've been with them, been with them to Hito uh, many times, and we're gonna, you know, get the ins and outs of Hito. But first, as you know, we want to talk about our top waterproof blanket because everybody should continue to have great sex now more than ever. But if you're fed up with sleeping in that wet spot or having to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leak-proof, and it guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets. From messy massage oils to silicone lubes or any other sexy wetness, you just have to throw it in the washer and dryer and it comes out looking like brand new. And you don't have to leave your house to get one. Simply and safely go to Amazon and order yours today. Search Top Waterproof Blanket. That's T-O-P Waterproof Blanket. Great sex starts now. It sure does, and so does today's show. You know we're Carol and David. This is the Hedonism Show, and we are so excited to have our special friends and guests in studio with us. Jan and Rick, that's not their names. What? That's okay. Oh, another <laughs> another anonymous couple. It's, it's so bad right that in now, the lifestyle, huh? people have to use aliases. Like, why can't we just be out and tell everybody that we love having great sex with other people? Hopefully soon, baby. That's what's going to happen. Welcome, guys. Thank you for being here with us in studio. Thanks for having us. Oh. Hi, guys. Oh, Glad Rick, to be here. Rick has like a radio voice. This mm-hmm. is going to be a good show. I got to be on my game here today. I don't know who wants to start, That's but I'd like, I'd like to hear mm-hmm. a little bit about how you guys met. How long you've been together and tell us a little bit about your couple from the beginning from the beginning well uh we've been together for 10 years now almost exactly 10 years um we met uh we were put together from uh, some professional friends of ours that knew both of us separately um they organized a cocktail hour for us to meet um, and this lovely lady shows up uh, an hour and a half late. <laughs> of course, she's throwing so her under the bus already. She, was on time. <laughs> she showed up an hour and a half late. Um, but were, dressed to were the you nines. expecting her? Like, it was this a double date? No, oh. we, I was expecting her, but it wasn't a double okay, date. She didn't you. know that we were supposed to be meeting. Uh-huh. I did. Uh-huh. Um, she shows up, hair in a bun looking like the sexiest um 
uh, most librarian that you've ever seen with the glasses and everything. She's wearing those glasses tonight. Big fuck you sign written on her forehead. Uh Uh-oh. So that was a good start. She wants to say something. Go ahead. <laughs> no, it's okay. I was just a little tired. And you know what? They told me, I said, come to that little Saint Cassette. Come to that uh, cocktail time. And uh, you're going to meet some uh, great guys. And in particular, there's one that uh, we want you to meet. So I said, okay, fine. I'll go. And, and what, what, was, what was his name? Because it definitely wasn't. Was it Rick? Rick? That's what they were saying. The no. nice guy was Rick. The, the, ni- the <laughs> nice looking. guy was Rick. Good looking. <laughs> yeah, they were probably overselling it. So, so eventually, I I get there. So we there's a lot of people. Some people I knew. Some people we didn't know, but nothing really happened. It was just cocktail time. Everyone was talking. We had uh, dinner after. Might have been the big fuck you sign on her forehead. Uh-huh. <laughs> I had a big days at work. Uh, what can I say? But uh, it, since there was a lot of people, we didn't really have time to ourselves. It was just hi, hi, and just talk about the weather and just the usual things. But And I had to run off to another meeting. I had a professional evening that evening. That's that why evening. you were upset that she took an hour and a half to get there. Well, yeah, normally I, I don't like it when a girl takes too long to come. All right. Mm, I get it. <laughs> we'll talk about coming a little bit later. So, so now you met. You didn't fuck that night because you had to leave and she was late and blah, blah, blah. Now you got together. How long have you been together, first of all? Ten years. Ten exactly years. ten years. Have you had sex so in those ten years? Once or twice. Ooh. No, we had a lot, <laughs> a lot of good sex. And uh, well, Oh, we, you mean together? Well, it doesn't matter. We're, you know, open. <laughs> we actually really discover each other the second time that we met. And that time we met alone, we went for a coffee. It was approximately a week and a half after. Yeah. He called you or you called him? I am actually the one that initiated the, the, the call. I was well, if we go back to the night that we met, because we ended up, I went up to my event and then we met for dinner with the group afterwards. And I ended up leaving that evening with another girl's phone number. Oh, She had mine. Uh-huh. And then about a week later... You contacted me on yeah. Facebook? Yeah, yeah, and did I you did. Know, did you know which one contacted? Oh, I see, because it was on Facebook. You knew that yes. it was Jan. Okay, I, so I you went out you. on your second date, and did you have sex? N- no, we didn't have sex on that second date. I don't know date. how just, she could re- resist, but no. <laughs> it, it, just, it, just, it just didn't happen, but we connected so much. And I have to say, because my beau now, Rick, was already in the lifestyle, and I didn't know about it, and it's something he explained to me after that he says once you are in the lifestyle and you really like it and enjoy it you're with the, that partner in the lifestyle and he was single at that time he says i could not give it up so i had to find another partner that also would be either in the lifestyle or would be agreeable to learn so he that. told you right away like that was a right condition. away not not no? exactly Sounds like well, it was kind of. Very very sound, you guys sound quick. like us here. Yeah. Like yeah. she thinks one thing and he thinks the other thing. Well, Sounds like you wanted to make sure that you had a partner I who was did. open. I did. Gotcha. So, so we met for coffee. Um, she contacted me. We had a quick discussion. I said, "Okay, well, let's meet for coffee and dessert, kind of thing." And during that evening, I looked across the table at her and, you know, she had taken down the fuck you sign, which was a good thing. And now it's a fuck me sign. And uh, it was pretty much a fuck me sign because, you know, she could hardly resist what we were doing. Um, But she I, I looked across the table to her and I said, what's the because I still had big reservations. Right. And I said, what's the the most wild thing you've ever done? Sexually, are you talking sexually? Sexually. Okay. He, he didn't specify sexually. He says, what's the wildest thing you've ever done? And for me, my first, ans- my, my first answer was something sexual. Right. I, I could have said wildest, I don't know, bungee could've jumping. Be, yeah, could've, 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 yeah. That was a good indication, yeah. right? Right. I yeah. was looking. I was looking. I was digging over here. So what I answered is I said, uh, and I have to say uh, a little something just so you understand. At that moment, I was not seeking for a serious relationship and I had a friend with benefits mm. and uh, 
that friend would benefit. I said, well, this guy wants to bring me to an evening that's called Eyes Wide Shut. Oh. And he explained to me what it is. And I said, well, you know what? I'm interested and I'd like to go. So Rick looks at me. He had big eyes, a huge smile. And he says, wait, wait, wait. He says, you would go? He says, I've got a better suggestion. <laughs> and that's how it all started. Cool. Now, Jan, when you were younger, were you sexually adventurous? Did you like sex? Like, how young did you give your first blowjob? Oh, my gosh. I've loved sex since, well, very young. <laughs> I, I've loved it, uh, but only in the way that we're traditionally thought with just one man and a woman and a couple. And when I was in a couple, it was every day, sometimes twice, sometimes mm. three times a day. I, I really like and I've always liked sex. So, so we've had many um, guests on our show, couples on our show, where we asked this question to the woman. And, and Carol, it came out of the same vein, which is as they were young, they loved sex, but really they were into giving guys blowjobs, pleasuring the guys and not worrying about or wanting pleasure themselves. Were you that type of woman? Yes. Mm -hmm. And while discussing with all my other girlfriends at one point, that discussion comes on this, uh, it comes to, to be, and I realized we're all doing the same thing, most of us. But why and, do you think uh, it's when you're young, women just want to suck cock? Well, and those are all the things that we were taught. We have to take care of our man. We have to look it. after him. We have to but, treat him. We have to get a love through his belly or through his cock. This is what we were taught. These are the the signals that we were learning. But when don't we were you young. have don't you have those desires as women to want to be pleasured as well? Or you haven't learned that yet? Well, uh, I don't know. I guess they were suppressed because we were supposed to be pleasing our man, right? Exactly. So I never dared to ask right. or pushed uh, asking maybe i asked a couple of times but i never i never really pushed it mm. so for me to say well i'd like this uh no can we try this and can you do this and can, i never really crossed my mind now things have changed and we're going to talk about it later but um the last time we fucked i lied you down and i ate your pussy and you had a great orgasm and you didn't come close to my cock because oh. um you've evolved over the years and now you're uh, <laughs> you're accepting Yes. I don't remember that. I think that's crooked true. It's just not right. It's <laughs> no. It's you, hard to keep Jan away from a cock. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I, I did a I good really, job for about 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was that long. No, I, I really... The thing is, I really like to suck a dick. I, I love it. And I'm not necessarily into having... I, I don't necessarily want to fuck every time we see a couple. There's different types of pleasurable activities. And for me to suck dick, cock, no matter how your penis, how you want to call it, I really, truly like it. Just That's to why I love her. <laughs> just to feel it come alive and to see the reaction. It's yeah. empowering. Yeah, absolutely. In a, in a certain way. Yes, absolutely. That is so true. And so what about you, Rick? How were you sexually adventurous when you were younger? I think I was... Um, Probably the strangest kid on my block. Strangest. Oh, no, I was stranger. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I, I was just always, from as young as I can remember, as soon as I discovered that I had this penis between my legs, uh, I was always after it. Mm. Um, my first uh, intercourse, I was 12 years old. Wow. wow. She was 16. Wow. And then I went through a little bit of a dry spell, and I was 16, and she was 19. Uh -huh. um, but I was I was just the horn dog on the block. Right. I was like running after it, no matter where. You I know, that's very it. interesting, and and we don't talk about it a lot. But when I was growing up, I was like this big nerd and this big geek, and um, I didn't masturbate till I was like 16. I didn't fuck for the first time till I was 19. Nobody sucked my cock until I was like 17. So. Uh, I don't know, maybe I'm just making up for it now, but in my early years, um, I had like no sexual knowledge, no sexual experience. My parents didn't talk to me about sex. I mean, we talk to our kids now a, l a lot more because it's important to talk to our kids about sex. But, you know, there was nowhere to learn about it. The internet now, um, kids can find a lot of information. So you just much had of it. your nerdy friends? 
I just had my nerdy friends. We we played baseball. We played hockey. On the weekends, we went to um, downtown to try and get tickets to the hockey game. You weren't uh, chasing girls. We're not chasing girls. Uh, no. I, I even went to my grad by myself. But <laughs> Look at Rick's face. Friends. Rick is going, are I you I can't say I knew what I was doing when I was 12. <laughs> yeah, I, get I, I stuck I get it, it in yeah. there and I <laughs> ran away and cried because I thought she was pregnant already. You know? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but, but, but I hear you, David. I, w- I was a big nerd too. I just knew I liked it. And uh, when, when I started uh, 15, 16, it, it was trial and error. But I knew I really liked it. So, Rick, how did you find the swinging lifestyle? Where, where, how did that come about? It's a long story. Um, we only have an hour, so okay, yeah, you so can shorten I, it together. I, let me, no let me shorten it okay. down. Like you know, I'm usually pretty good with a short one. Um, I had a girlfriend who was not a super serious girlfriend. I had coming out of my my first divorce, my my only divorce, and I met this girl, and she had some friends that had been to this club. Uh, uh, downtown and she said let's try it uh, I had always had uh, you know been open to that and had certain other experiences but this was the first experience in a swingers thing and it was honestly it was jarring for me the first time because here I was seeing my girlfriend at the time having this blast and you know i was uh and it wasn't with you <laughs> and it wasn't with but me but you didn't know what you were getting into when you i, went I wasn't the- you know what i think it's in a lot of ways i think it's harder for guys okay because we think we're gonna go in there and fuck everything that moves and then all of a sudden we're seeing our girlfriend having a blast and we lose our shit mm-hmm. performance right? anxiety performance anxiety yeah. is exactly right yeah. so i I I didn't please anybody that night, even not even myself. It just uh, it went floop. <laughs> cool. And and obviously things have gotten better over the years. I want to ask Jan. So the first time you were with Rick, and now he's talked to you about going into a lifestyle situation, and you're coming out of a relationship where it's me and a cock, and that's all. And now you're in a swinging mode. How, how did you feel the first time that you saw other naked people fucking at a party? Because, you know, normally we don't see other people fucking. We just watch it on porn. Well, I have to start with saying I used to watch porn here and there by myself. I know it's unusual to hear girls say that. But, you know, I since I enjoy sex, I was I was watching that. And there's also the fact that since I didn't want a serious relationship... I was with that guy and on that third date that friend would benefit he said what do you think of having a third person Ooh, for our sound. evening nice and yeah I said oh yes I would love that and it was he didn't suggest a girl as I thought he would as usually guys would, right, would right, suggest right, right. he says no a guy he says would you like me to suck another guy's dick would you like oh, to see wow, that and he cool. asked me a couple of questions i got and i was surprised that i was aroused by uh, all his questions and what could happen that night so we had that situation we had that night we had a great evening with that other guy but it was it someone he knew sorry i'm curious no now. and How that's find someone and that's the thing i started to ask those questions and i was intrigued i was very intrigued how did you find that person? How does it work? And I discovered a little bit of the, the tip of the iceberg of the lifestyle, mm-hmm. the other side mm-hmm. that exists that a lot of people don't know about. The better side. The better <laughs> side of it. Not the dark and side, the that, light side. Well, that's it. At that moment, then a couple of weeks after, after that evening, that's when I met Rick. And Rick offers me to bring me to all of those lifestyle events. He talks to me about it, what it entails, how it works. And I'm so excited. I said, you know what? I'm excited about that. I want to try it. And it feels like it's what I've been looking for all my life without knowing. I knew that I always was missing something without knowing what it was. Yeah, absolutely. So for all those years where... You're sexually active, you love sex, you love doing it, but you really feel there's something missing, and then it's served to you on a silver platter. I said, it's wonderful. And my first evening with friends and Rick, 
when I saw all those people, it, w it, w it was a group party. I had a huge smile and I just jumped in the pile. There you go. And I had so much fun, never stopped since. Yeah. It was funny though, if you remember, we went the first time we went to a swingers club. You were like, oh my God, but what if I meet somebody that I know and oh my God, what's going to happen? And I said, well, you probably will meet somebody you know because there's more of us out there than you think. And they're there for the same reason as you. So don't worry about it. Just go with the flow. And so we went to this club that no longer exists in our town. And the first thing, we're walking through the club, and the first thing that she sees is one of the top management people of her company. <laughs> That's so funny. And, and I just, I just want to say, Rick, I, it was jam-packed. And I hear him talk to that person. I'm just holding hands because it was so jam-packed. I just didn't want to lose him in the club, in the crowd. And said, hey, yeah, hi, you remember me? You were at a part in our house. And then I turn around and I see him. And it's the event and the situation you don't want to have. It's like, uh-oh, uh -huh. I know that person. But as Rick said, everything came together because there's a lot more people than we know that experience that and that have fun uh through the lifestyle that is so funny because you know in fact we have never actually had that experience even though we've been in this lifestyle for a long long time and like about 13 years and we always say that it's possible we can meet somebody from our, our past our future somebody we know a family member a close friend and actually it's actually never happened to us so i guess we don't worry about it maybe you manifested that just by worrying about <laughs> it right this is such an amazing discussion we're going to take a little break right here we're going to ask you to hold that thought and we'll be right back and for the hedonism show and we are carol and david and we're talking with Jan and Rick and we're going to be right back. So, you know, people have been asking us what's changed after four years of doing the podcast. Well, a lot has. But to be honest, the orgasm gap still remains a challenge for many couples. You know what I'm talking about. Men tend to finish before their female partners. You've heard us talk about Promescent for years. Their urologist-developed FDA-compliant delay spray can help men last up to 64% longer without loss of sensation. And it's great because promescent is quickly absorbed into the penis and it doesn't transfer to your partner. And speaking of your partner, I think we can all agree that sometimes women, even when alone, still have challenges around reaching orgasm. So now, promescent has created a female arousal gel. I love it. It's a clitoral stimulant that she can rub into her clitoris for increased pleasure and a lot more satisfaction during pretty much any type of sexual activity that you can think of. Absolutely. So now they've got promescent delay spray for him and arousal gel for her. So basically, they're closing the orgasm gap on both sides. And remember to check out their amazing lubes as well. Yeah, trust us. Try these amazing products and you'll thank us later. Seriously, just write to us at ask at carolandavid.com and tell us how it went. So try Promescent today. Just go to the website www.promescent.com. That's P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T dot com. Yeah, and now, and especially for a limited time, if you enter Sexy Lifestyle 15, you'll get 15% off every order. And remember, tell your friends too, that's Sexy Lifestyle 15 for 15% off. Alrighty, we're back. We're Carol and David. This is the Hedonism Show. And now we're going to get back with our amazing swinger friends, Jan and Rick. And we're going to talk a little bit about Hedo, Hedonism. We're going to talk a little bit later that we are going to spend the winter there. We're going to be there for 10 weeks. And we're going to do some great stuff on location. But now we're going to talk about some past experiences about Hedo and um, what it's really all about. So let's just start off, um, you guys. Tell us a little bit about the lifestyle vacations that you know, that you're familiar with, that you've experienced before, different types. Well, I, I'm going to start by saying we love to travel. We, we love to travel. We, no matter where, where it's warmer, the better. And if it can be a lifestyle uh, vacation, it's fantastic. So we, we've tried a couple. We've tried, we've tried desire. We've tried temptation even though it's not necessarily right. it's more sexy friendly event. it's more sexy friendly desire several times and then last year we have tried hito we also went to cap dag oh yes we went on the french side we the cap dag, cap which dag. is a 
different, totally oh, different experience. It's a whole nother level uh, by itself. Naked city, yes. 20,000 <laughs> people. We love it also. Yeah. All right. Well, we can do another show on CapDag. We actually broadcast from CapDag a while back with SDC, and it was a great, great show. If you want to listen to it, just go back in our tree for uh, July last year. But go on, uh, Jen. What I like about Hito so much is that they cater to everyone. They cater to everyone. If you want to be quiet, there's a quiet side. If you want to be lively, if you want to be wild, there's a wild side. Uh, there's activities throughout the day. Uh, the beach is long, is luscious, it's gorgeous. There's playgrounds, and of course you can play in your rooms. So you can be whoever you want to be whenever you want to be, and that's what we like. Because we don't feel the same way every day, and uh, that's what we really, really enjoy that. Plus, where they are located, it's sunny all the time. Well, anyway, every time we've been. So so I, I get that, okay? And we can read that on Hito's website, how beautiful the beaches are and how nice the rooms are and the great food and Chef Anthony and all that stuff. But let's get a little bit more into detail about, you know, you've traveled to other resorts. Last year or the year before, you went for the first time. Did you have expectations? And, and how were the results of what you expected because so often we go to places expecting x and because of the people that are there you don't necessarily get it i'm not sure what our expectations were we were going with the group and it, you're right it was our first time at hito um but at, at the end of the day i think we were really surprised at what we got um we knew it was going to be fun. We knew we were going to be with a, an amazing group of friends. I think we, we'd like to try it again, not necessarily with our group of friends, but just see, because, you know, when you're with a group of friends, you're going to stick with your group of friends. So it sort of limits you. From, but it was a big group. But it was a yes. big group. Like we were 12 couples yeah. or something. Let me remind everyone, we're going to be there January 15th to March 26th. You guys are welcome to literally come with us. <laughs> I, and come with us. I, I, I love that. Every opportunity. <laughs> to come with you guys Ricky. is a good one. I love that. Okay. Hint, hint. <laughs> hint, hint. Um, you know, one of the things that I look for when I travel or when we travel, um, because, you know, every time we do travel, whether it be to New York or Miami or, or to France, or whatever, we're looking for swingers clubs or we're looking for places we can have a lot of fun. Uh, but I also do like to keep in shape and the one thing that really struck me, like the biggest thing that really struck me, besides the whole hedonistic thing, was their gym. Their mm -hmm. gym was amazing. You know, we, we got there really early. I know Jan's looking at me saying like, So Rick, hang on, hang on for a second. If you Carol, know that Rick's Carol, body is so amazing. Carol, Carol how, come, how come you like the gym there? Because so I can look at people like Rick. <laughs> 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 That's what I like about the gym. I go in there yeah. every day too and just, just gawk. If, if I may, in terms of expectations, I didn't know what to expect when, when we went there because having been to Desire before, we kind of expected the same thing where, okay, it's people and usually who like to, most of them play. And uh, uh, they like to be on, on a new beach how do you say that that free naked? well i'm sorry free? free free totally but what we really really liked is there's a lot of friendly people that's what we've learned also in the lifestyle which is sometimes not always the case uh, depending on where you go but people really go there to play really go there to meet other people and i was happily surprised to see that there's a lot more open people than what I expected. And what's the cool part about Hedo, and we are what are called hardcore swingers, we like foursomes and moresomes and orgies, but Hedo also caters to those people who are, we'll call them vanilla twist, so they don't necessarily want to hang out in the nude pool all day, they don't go to the playroom, they're there just for an erotic experience, and there is a portion of the resort where you don't have to be naked, you can still fuck on the beach with your partner, um, you're not with the loud music all the time, so, um, and it's not really Hedo by itself that's, that um, allows people to do that, most lifestyle vacations and cruises and stuff, 50% of the people are there to play and 50% of the people are there for a sexy vacation. The nice part about Hedo is the property is so large. Yeah. And if you want to hide with your partner and do something because you're not into 
public display of sex, you can't. The funny thing was, us and our group, we all we spent the whole time during the day on the prude beach, not be- on the nude beach. We because saw you we guys want, there. Because yeah. we wanted to be quiet. Uh-huh. Right. During the day, we wanted to relax, listen to a little bit of music, sometimes not music, and then party at but night. So second, we had what, the choice. What about taking a little bit of brownie every now and again? Well, that yeah. was a whole other story. <laughs> we can a get into thing, that. Right? Yeah, we did have the brownie. That's not for <clears> me. <throat> and I do have to. I do have I to gotta say. I got to tell you, you know our friend. She invited me, and I did partake a little bit in the brownie. And I, so I, I do have to say, I do have to say that you guys were there when we came off the Bliss Cruise. That's true. With another 750 people, and you were there to experience the largest amount of people ever at Hito, and the staff and everybody there and did the such an amazing job. That was amazing that day. Just was. We didn't the only problem was you guys didn't stay long enough. I know, right? We and we didn't, we didn't get the We came back time. a week later. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we didn't feel like there was that many people because it was well prepared, you know, the staff and everyone. And yes, you just came in and came out, but not the right way. <laughs> yeah, you guys came too fast. Yes, it was. Okay, I yeah. did manage to get a more than a glimpse of Jan's amazing tits oh i know that's your favorite oh, part. oh she <laughs> i'm always happy to show them <laughs> and share them oh no. <laughs> but i like to share them and i like to show them so anytime yes that's david's thing he loves titties i absolutely do so now that now that you're you're at hito for the first time you met the people um you are obviously there with a the, with a group and we always tell people that if you're going on any lifestyle vacation check the group if you're not with the group check which other groups are going to be there because there are compatible people for everybody in the lifestyle young medium old large it just doesn't matter but if you're there with the wrong people you'll have not the greatest time if you're there with the right people you're going to have the time it's about being compatible and it's being like-minded and that kind of thing so just look up what the group is going to be there study them a little bit talk maybe even talk to the organizer and get to know who they are and what they mean and that'll make a big difference in your lifestyle vacation let's talk about preparation yeah you know when you're getting ready to go on a lifestyle vacation which now we know you've been on many different ones what is something that you find very important to prepare yourself to going, what do you talk about? What do you get ready? Uh, choosing your clothing, choosing your things. Like, you know, what what's, you know what's very cool about Carol because we love preparing for vacations. And um, when Carol starts taking out all her sexy stuff and putting it in the suitcase, her pussy just drips. I know, it's, <laughs> it's like so dripping true. down her oh, legs. So true. And it's, God. it's it's the thought about getting away from we'll call the it the real about world. Being sexy, I yeah. love I know. it. I, yeah. I know. Don't Wearing let stuff me you can't wear at Starbucks. <laughs> <and> <laughs> Who says? <laughs> I get a lot of free coffee that way. Yeah. Rick? Yeah. Those Come chaps on. that are cut out. I got it. I got it. Well, no, no. What, what we do, we love to prepare for a trip. Any trip, but especially a lifestyle trip. And for us, not everyone likes to participate in every evening or themed evening, but we like it. So for us, it's a thing of several days. Do you go shopping? Oh, yeah. We always go shopping because I always find that we're missing something. But let let me ask you a question. You're going to a naked resort. What are you buying to take with you on vacation? Well, there's theme nights. Silicone lube. (laughs) Of course. Lots of that. I got that. I got that. That's your luggage. That's right. (laughs) That's your luggage. My luggage is different. (laughs) And yeah, no, it's all the theme nights. And we're we're, we're both the same. Rick and I, we, we like to participate. We like to participate. And even it, though it's not the whole outfit, at least we have just one little thing, uh, one little, even if it's an accessory for one evening that echoes the theme of the night, we're just happy to do it because we're participating and then we have so much more fun. How many pairs of shoes do you bring? I'm not saying. <laughs> <laughs> that That is on... Rick. Thank God I'm, I'm a frequent flyer. <laughs> yes, yes. And and I can put some shoes in his luggage, but anyway. You know, you were talking about theme nights, and Hito used to have a theme night, and they changed them every mm-hmm. few months, and it was hats and heels, and the women came dressed with a hat and heels. I, I was going to say. And that's it. The, the that's shoes it. Yeah. make the outfit. And but I, you don't need an outfit oh, if you have the shoes. I Exactly. I'm often seen and... Rick loves that. I like to go even around the pool. 
I wear high heels, any type, a big hat, and sunglasses, and nothing else. Oh, I have a shoe fetish. Well, hang on a sec. So I saw Jen wearing a hat and heels, and somebody dropped something, and she had to bend over to pick it up, and I was behind her, and that's my favorite view where you see a woman's (laughs) pussy from behind. And the pussy lips between the ass cheeks. I mean, your your ass and your pussy are just spectacular. Oh, it's my favorite view, too. And what kind of shoe fetish do you have? Well, I have a shoe fetish, but it's for women's shoes. I don't wear them. Okay. But when you Jan, see her in them, it turns Jan you on. Jan needs more shoes. Mm, darn. And I often work and I travel for work. And so I often bring back shoes for her just wow. because I Can you I'm, bring some back for Carol too? I, I could. I could. And she What's probably deserves them. What's your size, Carol? Size seven. Okay. Size okay. <gasps> Ooh, oh, so is Jen. Come and, shop. Come, come and check my call. So, so I have this shoe fetish and I see shoes that I love and I just buy them and I bring them home for her. So And they fit? Generally speaking, wow. I know her. I know her tastes wow. and I know my tastes. And now, do you buy her some shoes that are reserved specifically for the bed and nowhere else uh there's one pair there's one pair mm. that, that is correct mm. and does it have a red under bottom like i love when the undershoe is red i think that's so hot yes it does yes oh, See? okay those are the best bed shoes next ever. time we get together to play you need to wear those shoes because i have a shoe fetish too okay except i can't just buy shoes because i don't travel the way you travel <laughs> well the thing is she won't let me wear them though <laughs> yeah you, you better thank not goodness. <laughs> thank goodness you're limited to her lingerie right that's right exactly <laughs> just her underwear just her thongs but to come back to hito i just love that when we go on vacation shoes a hat and sunglasses Seriously, absolutely. Right. It's, it's, I, mean, it's I know the there's some ladies who bring four or five bags of you know of luggage when they come to Hito uh, or any lifestyle vacation. We go with carry on. I know we actually do. We do <laughs> really the minimum. That's what we do. Like you said, the accessories. We are good with accessories, and we travel with carry on everywhere we go around the world. That so, could not yes. happen for our <laughs> You know, we travel almost well not during COVID, but before COVID, we've traveled like once a month, and we just kind of got it down. We knew what our travel stuff was: stuff that doesn't wrinkle, stuff that goes with this, stuff that goes with that. And we have our basics, and we're there, and we can participate in all the different themes. Uh, you know, even for Pirates Night, we bring our bandana instead of the whole pirate hat and the boots. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, we so, always. Yeah. Sorry, we I'm find sorry. a way. All I want to say is, we find a way. We always come back with about half of our stuff <laughs> right. that was Untouched, never worn. Yes. <laughs> but you had to bring it, right? Uh, just course. in case. She did. Just in case. Just in case. We got it. We got it. Now, what you were saying is about coming back. It's one of the very important things about coming back from a lifestyle Talking vacation. about coming again. Yeah, coming again. On course. her back. And But when you come she likes that. back from your vacation, it's important to debrief about what happened, what you did, what you liked. What is it that you guys focus on you when talk you talk about, about those things? Well, it's funny because we don't necessarily debrief only when we come back. If there's something during the trip that happens that one of us did not like, we need to talk. That's that's us. We need to talk about it right away. But usually when we come back, we talk about how did you like the trip? Yes. Okay. What was the most enjoyable moment of the trip? What was the least enjoyable one? Who do we want to keep in touch with? Who do you want to keep in touch with? And if there's a situation that you want to discuss and maybe you want to change our rules, because we do have rules, and that's what... And they do change. And they do change. change. And then we talk about that too. So we... There was that triple penetration that you got (laughs) in uh, Cab Dag. Well, it never happened again, so you know what. But it doesn't have to happen again. You know, Carol, we had, we did double vag once. We tried it a couple times, but it, just it had to be with the right people. It does. It has yeah. to be with the right uh, the right yeah. place, the right time, the right angle, all e- those things. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and lube. But actually, <laughs> I, I've, I've, learned, I've learned since then how to relax a little bit more and get like a deeper penetration. So we can talk about that another time. Well, uh, well, that's it. So, so, so we we talk about that, and sometimes our rules change. Sometimes they don't. But we every time we come back from a lifestyle vacation, we do debrief we do talk about it and uh we sometimes make new rules but i have to say after 10 years rules are pretty good (laughs) they are i mean we we don't have very many rules except that we play together um and 
I don't think we would have survived in the lifestyle if we didn't have those debriefs that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Because I don't want to say shit happens. But guys are stupid, and we do stupid really? things, and yes, we get we in trouble, <laughs> and, and we don't read women's minds, and, and I just can keep going on and on and on. But if you didn't have that great communication, because we know you, couldn't, you can't be in the lifestyle if you're not a strong couple and you don't have great communication, right. we would have crashed and burned years and years ago. Yeah, and I think you're absolutely right when you say that. Um, for us, we have pre-signs. We have during signs and we have after signs. So, you know, we have like the secret language. We have a secret language that we use that only the two of us know that uh, if it's a go, you know, we work it into the conversation. We both know what those keys are. And during, if something's going wrong, one of us is going to throw out a keyword. Uh, nipples no no uh, <laughs> I'm joking um, and and then it's time to stop right like you know and then and then afterwards if we need to debrief like something right. really went wrong um, and you're right guys are dumb right as long as I can stick it in there somewhere I'm gonna be going for it and and, and women are hormonal, so uh-huh. let's be realistic. Sometimes yeah. stuff happens. Well, plus what was good last week might not be good this week, but maybe we didn't communicate that with our partner because yep. we didn't really know that that was going to change from last week to this week. Sometimes we just don't know what we're going to feel at the moment. And I have to say, if we ever get into a an argument during the week, and let's say we have something planned during the weekend or, or not, or we were thinking about doing something lifestyle during the weekend if we're still not okay we it's don't not go, happening I'm it's not you. happening yeah. we don't go out because for us it can't yeah for us lifestyle is an extension of our sexuality and if we're not happy in our sexuality then we're not doing it right of course yeah all this is great stuff we're just going to ask you to hold that thought for a moment while we remind everybody that this is the hedonism show we are carol and david and we're here with jan and rick and we're having an amazing discussion wow it's going so quickly and coming up with our next segment is great sex matters so stay tuned for that you don't have to go anywhere we're going to just continue talking about hedonism we're going to remind everybody again that it's one of our favorite places on the planet and i know we're getting close um, but December 19th to 26th, you still have time to book for Repeat Offenders Week. It is uh, one of the least expensive times of the year to go, and you can go with some loyal and sexy erotic people who are going to be there. Um, there's always the amazing, delicious Jamaican food, sexy entertainment, and of course, the sexy and award-winning staff. And like I said earlier, um, we're going to Hito for the winter. And we're going to be there from January 15th to March 26th. And it's going to be most of the winter. We're going to be broadcasting our show on location. And we're going to be doing about two shows a week. So come down, join us for any of those weeks, and let us know if you want. And you could even be a guest on our show. And we really can't wait to get back to our home away from home, which is Hedo. And it's going to feel so great to be naked on the beach again. And don't forget to go to our website, thesexylifestyle.com, to stay informed about all the sexy and open-minded events that are happening in your area and around the world. Absolutely. Okay. Like Carol said, this is The Hedonism Show. We are Carol and David. And, you know, we talk about a lot during our shows, but this is really our favorite part of the show where we get to talk about great sex because... Well, great sex matters, and we all deserve it. And it's really the most fun when we have a couple sitting in front of us who we've actually fucked, who are in the lifestyle, and we're going to talk about a bunch of our sexual exploits. What, we fucked them? We did. We did last year at our house party. This is going to be a lot of fun to talk about it. Yes. Well, you know what? We love getting down and dirty with our guests. And of course, that's going to happen with this particular segment because we have some really wonderful guests with us. So let's start a little. Let's start out by just talking about orgies. What what would you say would be the hottest orgy that you guys ever experienced? And tell us the story. Oh, yes. Oh, she Um, just had an orgasm. Oh, yes. (laughs) It was a quick one. (laughs) No, no, no. Now I can go to sleep. (laughs) I, I have to say. What I like, it's not that I don't like meeting with one couple on one-on-one, but but my favorite situation is a pile. I call it, it's a very simple word, but it's a pile. It's a pile where there's a, several couples that just melt together 
and there's no there's no one that has there's no obligation and so whenever someone just gets off of the pile it doesn't insult someone because someone just left uh, they anyone can touch everyone but Jan 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 this is great sex matters tell me what you like about this party you talk, told us earlier the party no the party the orgy you told us earlier you like sucking cock is yes. it because you can have six cocks available two in well, your mouth well that, that that's it having a pile is because I can touch several people men or women at once I can have one sucking my pussy and a dick in my mouth another one in my hand another pussy in my hand and kissing a girl at the same time but every hand and mouth opening and pussy opening <laughs> is busy that's that's the beauty of it do you like getting fucked from behind and sucking a cock at the same time yes i love it i love all of it i love it all at the same time and you know what if someone just as i said gets uh gets up and just goes there's always someone else that yes that will just can replace in. yes the, exactly. that's it yeah. a man a woman i like both so do you have this orgy in mind carol and i have one we were on the bliss cruise mm. and we were in an orgy with probably 20 couples on a bed and we were all I mean, the girls were stacked on top of each other and the guys were sliding in their cocks one into the other and moving taking around, turns. taking oh turns. God. And, why, and then, then the girls had were sucking cocks from in front. And w we were there with like our really good friends and people. I mean, on the on the Bliss Cruise, the, the, the playroom is about 200 beds and there's like 500 people in there playing. And we were the, the, the spotlight and it was just bodies and cocks and pussies and tits all over the place. The I mean, biggest pile. And, yeah, and all great. the most of the girls were squirters and it just the mattresses the bed <laughs> everything was wet it was just the hottest experience that we've had in an orgy i i love those and the event that i'm talking about is for one of rick's birthdays i organized with some of the best couples that i knew they were going to play and everyone at one point ended up at the same place at the same time and I don't know. Tell me your side. Well, we had this set up in in our playroom, and we were fifteen couples. Were and, you at a club? And no, in our house. Oh, your house. Okay, go ahead. And we had set it up, and we set it up so that people don't go up into the bedrooms and all that stuff. We want everybody to play together. A little bit like the party you had at our house last year. A little bit like the party we had at your house uh -huh. last year. Almost exactly like them. And you come into the playroom and it just smells and sounds and sex. looks like sex. Right. And, and it's like people are moaning and groaning and everybody's having a good time. And you're, si you're, you're in the pile and, you know, you could have some girl sitting on your face and somebody else is sucking your cock. And you don't even know you who know. it is. Exactly. Because, <laughs> and that just blows my mind as well as other things. Um and and it's just this feeling of pure sex, right. like, you know, and, and 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 you're cleaning up for like three days afterwards because <laughs> it and matter. and it doesn't matter. It is just fantastic, and you know, you go upstairs and people take a break and they go into the kitchen and they're they're just eating and everybody's naked and just talking and, and then round two and then round and then two round two and then the next day the hot tub is half full because so many people have been throwing the water around and fucking in the hot tub and waking up the neighbors so what happened on your birthday well um jan set up and she had a lineup of girls uh, ready to each uh, they blindfolded me and tied me to a chair and they all had their way with me so it was uh, all, all it was, at once it was nice. a little bit of an experience nice. so so for my 50th carol had five women and herself do me i was well, five women did him and i filmed it right and she filmed it <laughs> and i was tied down and as hot as it sounds there's not enough room on a male body for five women so unfortunately like three of them were doing me and the other two were doing each other and then they kept changing so it was a really good so is that also what happened to you rick uh sort of it was uh Jan had set it up so it was like sort of one at a time and then two at a time and so oh, I like e that. each girl in the the other couples got their shot at me <laughs> and I got a shot at rotated. one of them and they rotated, rotated. Through, that's right and uh, I, I can't say that I really uh, was uh, 
the victim in that I, situation. I, I have to say, I really like to see, to watch Rick when he's doing other girls. I, I have as much fun, almost, as doing all the other guys. Carol's thriller. So when he was oh. sitting there tied up on the chair, you were watching every moment as every girl oh, yeah. approached him. Oh, yeah. I was watching, and if there was one piece of his body not happening or not having it, I said, hey, honey, would you, and I would talk to a girl, would you, oh, yeah, look, 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 there's a there's an empty spot there. <laughs> there's an oh, opening. The, oh, look, there's an <laughs> opening there. Oh, look, would you, oh, yeah, it's the birthday boy. Do you remember the party where that couple brought the symbion? Oh, we have a symbion. Oh, we have one here. Too. Have oh, one. my God. The, hey. the girls were falling off the world. Wait, 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 wait. I had an orgasm through my jeans. There you go. Yes. Oh, we, we've Just had, sitting we've on had that. Oh, yeah, we have one. We'll take it out later. We brought oh, it to a straight show and in public, and we had it there, and people were so, sitting on it. Oh. So I, I, I'm going to go sideways here because I okay, do that in a while. So the first time you went to Hedo, did you go to the playroom? Of course. And <laughs> tell us about the sexual experience you had in the playroom there. Well, we. I'm sure you were there with two of our other good friends. Yes, we were there. But the, the thing is, we're not uh, with our friends to be with them all the time. Right. So we give room. They give us rooms. And when we went to the playroom, we were actually alone. Isn't, I, I isn't mean, it beautiful? Because during the day, it's a spa, and at night, it's open air, yes. oh and my there's God, a waterfall. It's beautiful, right? Yeah. So you're fucking, and you got the stars uh, up there Under above the stars you. Is and amazing. Like, yeah. So so we lost track of some of most of our friends that, at that point, and when we were ready to go to the playroom, we just we just went. We're, we're not shy. So we just went. There's lots of lovely uh, people, and uh, we like to meet different people and to make new acquaintances. So we just went in. And there was a couple of uh, couples, people just fucking here and just getting undressed. And so since we're not shy, we came in and we just... Plopped down right in the middle of the place. That's it. I, I'm, I'm a little bit of a... Exhibitionist? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, we're going to talk about our party in a second. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, so, so we really enjoyed the fact that the place is good for all types of people some that wants to be exhibitionists some that wants to have a little bit more private so we went into the big room and we started to play looking for other playmates and i'm not sure if that happened that night well people straggle in right they come in at 9 10 30 11 30 12 and then once you finish playing you hear the next morning well at two in the morning there was 50 there, people yeah. in there and we missed that it's like what <laughs> no it's just the next night you you sure. change your timing sure. the funny thing is sometimes you'll be playing and you're waiting for other couples and you know a cute couple come in and you'll make them a sign and and they'll be a little nervous about joining in and uh, maybe it's because uh, Jan is so beautiful or something but uh, it's maybe boobies it's, it, it, <laughs> or her, ginormous her, boobies her great tits yeah you know, great tits but, uh, nice big nipples you know you eventually you find uh, you you find the lock for your key and and you know what? If you don't, it doesn't matter. Yeah. We just like to have, first of all, sex with each other. And I'm an exhibitionist, so just showing it to other people too. If it happens, we're happy. If it doesn't, we're still happy. And she comes so well. Oh, she mm -hmm. does. We're going to talk mm -hmm. about how you know we had a good time together. But I, I just want to make a caveat here because our show is airing during this unprecedented pandemic in the world um, with COVID-19. And Hedo has been open since July 1st. And um, there's a lot of people who are going down there and are having a great time. And we're talking about the playroom. And because Hedo is doing things responsibly, the playrooms are not open right now. Hopefully they will open when things are a lot safer. But people are still able to have a lot of sexy fun on the beach. They're able to do it in their rooms, and everybody is doing what is safe for them within their couple. And a lot of people are just going there to have great sex with their partner. Right. And so Which many times in the lifestyle, uh, I know we were talking before the show that when you guys first started in the lifestyle, you were going out and meeting couples every week, and then it was go, 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 go. We did the same thing. 
And then you step back and you say, you know, I can go to these great places and have even greater sex with just my partner and I don't need anybody else to supplement. Yes, they're there. It's like a yeah, sex toy. And, yeah, and sometimes it's just the atmosphere that really is so erotic and you're hearing other people having sex, but you're still safe with your partner and you can hear other people having sex and that's also okay. Yeah, so so because the playroom is, clo- is closed now is not a reason to not go to Hedo. There's still the small one near the hot tub that's open during the day if you want to have sex. Because it's open air. It's open air. And there's still all shenanigans that are going on around the pool and the hot tub. Um, But it's really the right thing to do for everybody to, you know, not get all together in the playroom. And everybody, you know, um, there's rules there where you have to wear your mask, where you have to sanitize. The buffet's a little bit different. The world is a different place now. And um, just kudos to Hito and all their staff out there who are doing such a great job to allow us to continue enjoying these great sexy lifestyle vacations. I just want to add to that. We were talking with some lifestyle friends recently, very recently, in fact, that we're lucky, we're so lucky to be in the lifestyle and have lifestyle friends who became our regular friends uh, that we see all the time because there's no jealousy, there's no rivalry, and we can make all sorts of joke, sex joke, and no joke is going to be taken the wrong way because... It's part of life. Yeah. And we all know that it's not taken uh, personal. Uh, and that's what I also I like about going to those places such as Edo, where I'm going to go on the beach. A guy is going to look at me in, uh, with a big smile and is going to appreciate my body. And my husband is going to l- not get jealous about that. Be He's proud of be, it. Yeah, How could he not appreciate your body? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Let's talk about our party. So sure. we did a party last year. We've known you guys and crossed paths with you many times over the years, and we've never been able to actually connect at a party. So we figured we'll do a party, we'll invite you. And I told Carol, I said, Jan and Rick first. So you guys came in. Um, we might have been a little aggressive, but we <laughs> really, aggressive. really wanted to play with you guys. We wanted to fuck you, and it was anything but disappointing it was probably one of the best lifestyle encounters we've had in years you guys are such an amazing fuck tell thank, all your friends thank oh, you are <laughs> we are telling friends. all friends <laughs> thank you thank you so much but and i have to say you, you weren't aggressive at all oh, no, good. No, no. Okay. i i I've, I've, I've seen aggressive before and that's not <laughs> a you're anything but you were super nice amazing welcoming amazing and i have to say there's something new that I've discovered. David, you made me, there, there's something different that I have discovered where you, it's not easy with a, to play with a woman's body on a guy's um, point of view to start with. Because, you know, clitoris is so small and how do I go? Do I pressure? But since you know how to play with it, I discovered that uh, I could have pleasure without the clitoris being touched directly. You showed me different ways that I didn't know it happened. Yay, I loved baby. it. You no, know, seriously, I loved it. <laughs> you know what, Jan? Over the years, we've had amazing guests on our show, and, and Carol and I learn every show. And right at the beginning, Dr. Jess, who's a good friend of ours, Dr. Jessica O'Reilly um, from Sex with Dr. Jess, taught us and the majority of people and women out there don't know that the clit is not a fucking button the clit is three to four inches long it has legs it goes right down the pussy and you have to get it aroused you have to get the blood flowing in there for the woman to get the sensation and have the big orgasms and carol Carol has this great analogy about the the clit, which is... Oh, yeah. It's not like an elevator button. If you push it too much, it doesn't come any faster. Yeah, yes, absolutely right. (laughs) Right. So so thank you, because I do pride myself in being a vegetarian, because I love eating pussy. (laughs) And it shows. I've used that joke way too many times on our show. That's why my eyes are rolling right now. It's legitimate. And, (laughs) And we've also learned over the years that sex isn't a race. And do it slowly. Use lots of lube. And if you think you're going slow, go even slower. And I love eating pussy. And I, I like the, the recognition 
that I did it well because you also scored it all over my face. Yeah, I'm dripping right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, right? Me too. <laughs> but Carol had an amazing experience with Rick. Yeah, absolutely. We relive that over well, and over wh- wh- and over why, in why do you think that we're still together? <laughs> <laughs> it's only for right? the sex. It's only for the sex. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. He's it, embarrassed right now. He's blushing. A I am bit, blushing. But, it's you know, with his gorgeous body and all his talents, and you. It's because Jan doesn't give me enough Jen. compliments. You know, <laughs> he Jan's shot a friggin' hot load in your mouth. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <gasps> I, I I love that. Okay. Um, Only because you asked me to. Mm, love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that party was something. Yeah. Seriously, I hope that we can repeat that again. The funny well, thing is, so. we came here not expecting anything we were hoping that we were going to be because you know we had our list too mm-hmm. and you guys were at the top of that list you know we yeah, were yes. like yeah no no it's <laughs> absolutely you know you guys are so sexy it's incredible but um we we came there and we said look okay uh, we don't know who else is going to be there but uh, first on the list and you know, had, yeah absolutely and we had you know we had Played sort of one time in a club one right, time right. Uh, a couple of years ago, and but it wasn't enough, no. obviously, because no. you were more taken with uh, some of your other friends that time. Not that it we're jealous or not. It was a busy time. It was a busy time. And you know, we were we were so anxious to have that moment together. together yeah. you know. Thankfully, there wasn't any performance anxiety on my part. Oh, no. Oh, no. It was absolutely none of that. So we're getting to the end of the show, and we can talk for hours and hours and hours, and maybe you guys will join us at Hito in January, and we can do something on location live there because it's a whole different feel to our show. Um, You know, we used to do all the Hito shows live on location, and we had the birds and the sounds of the ocean, and it's just such an exotic paragus, the tree frogs. But you have two minutes to tell us about your funniest or craziest swinger story. I'm 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 gonna let Rick talk <laughs> about this story. one. Funniest story. This is hilarious. It actually happened this summer. Um, we were uh, one of our three uh, events that we, or one of our three play dates that we had since COVID. Because of lockdown here. Because of lockdown, right. Um, We went for a weekend at a friend's mega cottage. It was beautiful in the middle of the mountains, overlooking the forest, and it was just a great time. And so the night before, we had all fucked. We were four couples. We had an amazing time. The next day, it's the afternoon. We're sitting out on the balcony overlooking the, the mountains and just eating and having a good time and remembering what happened. We, we, we might or might not have had brownies. Th- there was bread. some brownies. There were definitely so we some, were, some brownies We were involved. relaxing a lot this afternoon. The, the Jamaican kind, of course. Um, the Hedo kind. And... Um, we were everybody was pretty baked and we were having a good time and everybody was happy and we start playing around again and i took jan and i started giving her i put her on her back and i started giving her uh the legs up routine and i was giving it to her really hard in front of everybody in front of everybody other people were playing too and we were just out on outside it was so beautiful and all of a sudden jan opens up her legs looks at me and she goes (laughs) peekaboo that was it everybody started laughing i lost my heart on there was no way that we were finishing and i just started laughing my head off i said i need a drink and that was well, we I were think done that was the brownies talking. <laughs> it might have been the brownies I, talking i think so but it's I, all about having fun right it is, it is all That's about what having we say fun all the time. If yeah. you're not having fun you're not doing it right and it's it was not about having an orgasm it was about the experience and this one was a funny one and now we get texts from our friends just saying peekaboo when they want to <laughs> when they want to look in on us yeah. oh those are such amazing stories it's fun to have those things to look back on and think about and and rehash when we have a chance so when we end our show we always like to leave with a little bit of advice and so maybe you can help us with some advice so if some couples are planning to go to hedonism uh, for the first time let's just say and what would you say would be the top two recommendations for them getting to get the most out of their week together at hedonism? I have to say the first thing is be on the same page. 
talk about it beforehand. Talk about all the situation that could happen, and you have, just have to be on the same page. And I'd say let the fun happen. Just allow yourself to have fun. Absolutely. And Don't all, overthink it. Yeah, and we always tell people it's just sex. Talk, 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 and talk some more. Don't change the rules on the fly, and you're going to have a great vacation. Jan, Rick, thank you so much for being here. Hopefully, thank you guys. we will see you guys in January. We hopefully. Want, hopefully. 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 Naked on the beach. Uh, we want to remind everybody to remember to sign up on altplayground.net. That's altplayground.net if you're looking for an open-minded, online, sexy, erotic community to meet other cool, hot people like us. Um, and you can listen to our podcast uh, as over there. There's a whole bunch of very cool um, new podcasts that they have on their website. Go check it out. Yeah, and sincerely, we hope that you're staying he healthy and safe, and of course that you're following the suggested protocols issued by your local health authorities. Wash your hands, don't touch your face, practice social distancing, and of course, please wear your mask. And continue to listen to our show and visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com. And if you have any questions at all, you can always send us an email at ask at carolyndavid.com. Well, that's it for our show today. Jan, Rick, thank you so much for being here in studio. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. And especially we want to thank all our listeners for being there week in and week out. Join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex, sexuality, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life. Well, that's it for today, everyone. Remember, stay safe and, of course, stay sexy. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Hedonism Show. We've got another one lined up next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever.